What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Seven Figures Club podcast. Today, my name is Leo Cannell, and I'm excited to uh, unpack a very important topic. In our lifetime and throughout the last several decades, uh, there became a new focus, a new model that politicians needed to understand if they wanted to get elected, and it was really made famous in uh, about 1992 when Bill Clinton and uh, George H.W. Bush were uh, you know, going and vying for the presidency. Bill Clinton won because he understood this topic very well, and it's throughout the years. Political office has often been decided by the state of the economy. It's the economy, stupid. Well, guess what? In business, it's all about sales. It's sales, stupid. Let's go. There are over 32 million businesses in the U.S., and over 90% of them will never break seven figures in annual sales. So how do we as entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs break into that seven figures club? This podcast will relentlessly share the secrets, strategies, and tactics I've used to create three multi-seven figures businesses and bring in even more successful entrepreneurs than me to share their inspirational stories and tactics to success. You can create your dream business in life right now. So buckle up and let's go. So I remember when I was a kid, uh, I grew up in a very, uh, you know, red state. Utah is still a pretty, uh, pretty red state and uh, very... Uh, a Republican home. My parents were both uh, active in politics. Uh, they traveled to D.C. for uh, different things. They were like, uh, you know, the Republican delegates for Little Beaver County. This is 3,000 people in southern Utah. So I remember they were doing a big celebration about uh, Philo T. Farnsworth, and I have no idea why my dad was the county attorney in Beaver County. And so they headed off to Washington, D.C., in the 90s it was a fascinating time but I remember very vividly as uh, George Herbert Walker Bush and Bill Clinton were vying for the presidency in uh, 1992 and before that in, and this is how crazy things can change in 1991 we had the Gulf War and it was over very quickly and immediately after that Gulf War was over like President Bush's approval rating was like at a crazy 80 percent like the entire country was so patriotic, so proud of him, 80% approval rating. In uh, 1988, when he went for president after uh, Ronald Reagan uh, and his successful eight-year term, like he killed Michael Dukakis. I remember my uh, uh, elementary school teacher, Mrs. Beckstead, great lady, loved me, but she was very sad uh, when President Bush beat Michael Dukakis in 1988. So in 1992. Everybody's watching the presidential election, and at one point, one of his, one of President Clinton's campaign managers looks at somebody. He's like, "It's the economy, stupid." And right after that Gulf War was over, the U.S. went into a recession, a lot of lost jobs, a lot of people in a tough position. And whenever that has happened throughout history, like for example, if you look at the Great Recession of 2008. Well, I don't think it would have mattered who was going to be the Republican candidate that year. They were going to get their ass handed to them. And, of course, it just happened to be the year that President Obama, who was a rock star, there's just no disputing that fact, You know, obviously uh, won the presidency by a landslide in uh, 2000, 2008. And so in 92, when Bill Clinton wins, it's the economy, stupid. He has a wonderful message about the economy. In the presidential debates, he just absolutely kicks George H.W. Bush's butt. 
and especially when he's answering some of the questions about the economy and shows how he understands regular people and their challenges. And so really this becomes this famous, famous motto that every politician understands that there's a certain amount of things you can control. One of them is your message on the economy that you can't control the state of the economy, unfortunately, very well if you're a politician, although you get all the credit and all the blame you know, based off of what does happen to the economy. And so my whole point in sharing this focus, it's the economy, stupid, focus on the economy, generate jobs, increase growth. You know, businesses are hiring, people's 401ks and IRAs are growing in the stock market, you know, yada, 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 yada. Well, in business, and especially with small business owners and new business owners who are looking to grow, like they don't understand what matters. They focus on all the little shit that doesn't accomplish anything for your business and your bottom line. Here's another example. The founder of the beer brewing company, Samuel Adams, had just launched, and when it had launched, the uh, founder's uh, uncle, who was a Wall Street executive, had invested like eighty, ninety thousand dollars in this uh, startup, and uh, you know the uncle wants to know, hey, what, what's going on, kid? What's going on with my investment? Gives him a call, says, hey, what are you doing? Oh yeah, you know, I just got back from the store. I'm looking at computers and file cabinets and blah 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 blah. All this BS that is not going to translate into any amount of success, and he's just spending money thinking he's doing important things and his uncle says what the hell are you doing go out and get some sales stop buying crap and go make some sales so this new founder this new entrepreneur is like oh shit i better get to work so he immediately you know stops wasting time because let's be honest that's what he's doing he's wasting time he's focusing on all the wrong things and I see this all the time with new business owners. And so yesterday I was on the phone. Uh, this week is, has been a crazy week for us. We've got uh, three of our uh, most important staff members and sales team and, and uh, my partner Ty, they're, they're gone to Cancun and uh, got stuck in a hurricane the first couple days, but now they're having a good time. So they're out of the office. Uh, some of our other staff actually has COVID. So they're home, you know, working however much they can while they've got COVID, getting better though. I mean, He's going to be fine, Austin is. But, I mean, that's that's where we're at. So when, when these types of things happen and you're low on staff, well, guess what? Founder me, I've got to get on the phone. I've got to do the work and get in the trenches with my team or nothing's going to happen. And so I did. Yesterday, uh, we collected about uh, $25,000 and uh, funded uh, several new business owners. And so I'm on the phone with one of the one of these business owners and you know she's talking about uh, all the different things she needs to do for her business and I just stopped her and I said listen the most important thing that you need to put 99% of your focus on right now and for the immediate future is generating sales there is nothing more important than sales and if you've ever read one of Grant Cardone's books I highly recommend uh, the 10x rule, sell or be sold, uh, be obsessed or be average. He is the sales guru, right? He talks about the sales process, about closing, about providing value, about certain strategies to increase your sales because guess what? And, and in society, there's this, and this probably comes from 
you know, professors in college who, let's be honest, don't know shit about business. They've never started a business. They've probably never even worked at a business. They have no idea, you know, really how a business works. They've never, you know, been where I've at, where I'm at on like a Thursday. Figuring, damn, how am I going to cover payroll and uh, make payroll this week? Right? They've never been in that position, but they're really good at theoretically talking about business. Well, guess what? For those of us who are real business owners, figuring out how to make payroll, we understand like the most important thing is sales. And unfortunately, and ridiculously, in college and high school, there's no classes about sales. I mean, I studied business and management and finance at the University of Utah, and there was nothing about sales. There were no sales classes. Sure, I got my accounting class, my marketing class, and all these good classes, but I didn't learn anything about sales. What the hell is the matter with people? So when I started my first business while still in college, uh, painting business, guess what I had to do? I'm knocking on people's doors in, in rich uh, Park City where movie stars and, and wealthy business executives live. Uh, Mitt Romney's got a big mansion there, several other people, and I'm having to do sales. I'm learning, well, guess what? This little painting business that I'm starting to grow is going to go nowhere unless I can, you know, resolve people's concerns, you know, establish credibility that I know what the hell I'm doing and that I'm going to look them in the eye and get the job done and I got to close that deal and then I got to fulfill on it and get the painting job done and have a you know, high quality group of painters. So I learned real quick that I needed to get better at sales and as I grew that business from zero to $60,000 in the summer and made a $20,000 profit, my first foray into entrepreneurship, I'm like, this is for real. But guess what? It all happened because sales. I understood the sales process and how to close and how to resolve concerns and a lot of that I learned really on, uh, on my Mormon mission where I'm down in Chile, Santiago, Chile, and I've got to resolve people's concerns to get them to church, to get them to stop uh, drinking and getting drunk and doing drugs and and literally stop killing people because some of them were murdering people and and it was just crazy. But you learn how to ask people the right questions, which is what sales is all about. Asking the right questions, listening to their needs, and then showing that you've got the solution. Like that's sales in a synopsis. But so many new businesses fail because they're focused on all the wrong things. They're spending money on all the wrong things. Like when you first start your business, every dollar is only to generate sales. It's not for anything special, but how can I get leads and clients in the door who are paying me money to grow this business or I'm out of business? So as a new business owner, as a small business owner, especially when you're growing to you know, getting your first $100,000 in sales, your first million dollars in sales, like it's all about sales. Now when you start to get that momentum and, and scale that organization, then it starts to become more about systems and processes and building leaders and having great training and, and creating an amazing culture. But to get to that point, you sure as hell better have some sales or you're out of business. It's sales, stupid. So you need to spend the time studying the sales process. And of course, within each industry, the sales process is different. In our industry, you know, we've got a sales process for referral partners and business coaches who come on board and send their clients and earn commissions. We've got a sales process to teach people how to, you know, build their own funding empire and utilize our funding marketplace and our funding portal and our software and technology to build their own funding empire and make thousands of dollars in, in commissions uh, every every week and every month. 
and that's a sales process. And then, of course, our, at our core is our sales process to provide funding and financing options for business owners and show them that we understand their needs. And it's all predicated on asking people the right questions. You know, what does your business need to take that next step? Okay, I need marketing money. I need to hire more salespeople. I need this piece of equipment. I need to, you know, nail down this office lease. Those are the things I need for my business. Great. So if you don't get this money, what happens to your business? Oh, it's not good, right? So if we do get this money, what happens with your business? Good thing. So you're asking people questions and you let them talk and they tell you what they need. And then, well, I've got great news. We've got the best funding marketplace. We guarantee the best funding that you qualify for and that exists on the marketplace. We only get paid for performing, for providing funding for you. We're going to serve you and you know educate you on building your corporate credit, on saving up to 15% on your taxes. And oh, by the way, we're going to tell you about the importance of generating sales. So we've asked them the right questions. We've listened. We've shown the solution. And that, my friends, is sales. So if you want to succeed in business, change your focus to sales. And part of sales is lead generation, is marketing, is understanding the psychology of how people think. There's a book called The Psychology of Persuasion. Uh, great book. Uh, definitely recommend it. And in that book, uh, the gentleman talks about uh, he talks about certain things of why people take action, right? And some of the uh, things, and that, by the way, that uh, book is by uh, Robert uh, Cialdini, or Cialdini, I think it's Cialdini, it's an Italian name. It's called uh, The Psychology of Persuasion, and it's an amazing book, but he talks about social proof. And so that's that's your online customer reviews, that's your video reviews of customers and clients who have used your product or service and how important that is in generating sales. Right With our funding partner program, we've got people that have gone through our programs and uh, people who are new to the funding industry that we took in and taught who are making six-figure incomes and living life on their terms. Like if we don't have those testimonials and those real life experiences, like people are going to be like, well, why do I care about this? Why do I even think this is going to work for me? They need to see that social proof. And that's why online reviews are so important. That's why dominating your first page of Google search, when someone looks up your name or your company is important, especially as the founder. Like if you Google my name, Leo Cannell, like you're going to see the book I wrote about business funding. You're going to see five-star reviews. You're going to see my YouTube channel. You're going to see my Facebook, my Instagram, my LinkedIn. Like all of these things are going to pop up because I know that social proof leads to sales. It leads to credibility. And so as a business owner, like as you're building from zero to a million dollars a year company, a seven figures business, I mean, this is what this podcast is all about. How do I join the seven figures club? How do I get my business making a million bucks a year? And then how do I get myself making a million bucks a year? And how do I get up to $10 million in sales? Like all of this is a process, but the hardest part is the initial part. It's like that rocket ship. Like it uses 80% of its fuel and energy to get out of the atmosphere, to, to leave the earth. And once it's in space, then it can kind of coast on its own momentum. And that's how business is. And that's why sales at the beginning is so vital. You've got to learn the process. You've got to understand it. Maybe you're not the best sales guy, but you bring in someone who sure as hell is. 
and then you get in the nitty-gritty and and the trenches and figure that out so anyway this week I'm in the trenches you know we're, we're having a massive uh, week uh, funding uh, millions of dollars for you know th- hundreds of entrepreneurs and clients and uh, you know earning uh, some amazing uh, funding uh, success payments and commissions but it's all because of the investment that we made in sales and remember when I launched this organization I'm sitting at home I'm paying my one employee I'm trying to figure out how to pay my own bills and the business bills and there's no sales coming in but you know what I was focused 100% of my time on how can I generate sales what can I do to generate sales you know how can I bring in business and uh, it took you know three four months but eventually you know we went from zero to twenty five thousand to fifty thousand to a hundred thousand dollars a month in sales to to beyond that and it took a focus on sales it took understanding the process it took resolving the concerns in your business there every customer client has their concerns they have and there really aren't that many there might be 10 or 15 that's probably and there's really five that come up all the time and so the more you can have those rebuttals that just come off your tongue so quickly so naturally and teach your sales team and, and your team to do that that is going to generate sales so Today's podcast, my friends, all about generating sales. I don't care what business, what job you have. It's all about generating sales. It's sales stupid. For politicians, it's the economy stupid. Take massive action. Invest time into learning your sales process, resolving concerns of your customers, and you, my friend, will join the Seven Figures Club. God bless you. Have a wonderful day, a powerful week, and we'll see you next time on the Seven Figures Club podcast. Are you looking for more seven-figure secrets, content, or even how you can launch your own recession-proof business? Then check out sevenfigures.com. That's the digit seven, F-I-G-U-R-E-S.com, where we share more videos, stories, strategies, funding solutions, entrepreneurial education, and even the secret business type that's recession-proof. Thank you for listening, and if you're finding value in our podcast, please give us a five-star and invite others to join the club.